0: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is the Hollywood Raw Podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw Podcast. I'm Dax Holt, joined by Adam Glynn, my 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 really good friend. Can I call you that? That's really nice. I know. You're my good friend, buddy. I mean, you don't ever invite me over to your house for like dinner or anything, but I still figure we're still good friends, yeah?
1: Very nice. Yeah. I mean, we're in different sides of the country. Oh, there there is
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hang out with you if you're
1: closer. I'm just And then when we're together, it's weird, right?
0: It is kind of weird. Like, I'm so used to you on the other side of the screen. Whatever. (laughs) All right. Anyway, we'll talk about our, our problems later. But thank you guys for joining us on the Hollywood Raw podcast. Today is our weekly Raw rundown. Get you caught up on everything going on in entertainment news. We like to get you in, out, and we're going to try to do that today because for the last couple of weeks, I think we've dragged on to 50 minutes, an hour, to do a freaking rundown. We used to do this in 20 minutes. We're going to try our best to dial it back in. So I'm going to I'm going to read one review today because we need to go. All right. This review is from CL Curtis fifty six Fun Pod five star I heard y'all in Juicy Scoop and it was so fun came over and downloaded a bunch of old episodes enjoying all the inside scoop love it thank you thank you thank you for taking the time to leave that review all right Adam let's do this
1: yes let's do our top ten stories. Of the week, starting with number 10, Dax. Number number 10, 10,
0: Panic at the Disco, is ending after nearly two decades. They are disbanding. Um, but the problem is how do you disband a band that's like really just kind of one dude, but Brendan Urie announced that he, uh, he's going to be taking a break. Basically his wife is pregnant with their first child. And so he said, I'm going to be, I'm going to bring this chapter of my life to an end and put the focus on and, and my, and my energy on my family kind of moving forward. Um, I guess there is kind of like one last tour that they're going to be doing. Um, and it's, a let's see the, wait. I'm sorry, the post said the band's upcoming European tour for the twenty twenty two album Viva Las Vengeance will be its last. Okay, so he's gonna tour Europe and then be done. Um, but I just thought this was funny because he's the only remaining member of Panic at the Disco, like the original members. Everyone else has kind of joined it. So I mean, and did you really know anyone else besides Brendan Urie from that band?
1: I didn't even know Brendan Urie. But uh <laughs> No, I did actually. I knew who Brendan Urie was. Um, I listen. It's it's crazy. You wonder. You wonder if it's like a business thing. Like, will they just come back out in a few years after the kids kind of get settled and stuff? Sorry, he, he was a talented need, lead singer.
0: He doesn't need the band. Like, he he probably owns the rights. That's why it's him. But he's got such a big name. It could just be Brendan Urie. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to split the money. It's just you you're famous enough you've done songs with taylor swift you're good to go bro i think he'll be it just It's true fine. he
1: did have a great career i mean regardless he made enough money um talented lead singer by the way you know like he was yeah, a good
0: a great voice frontman great he voice. was
1: yeah he was he was fun so um i'm sure they're going to sell out and do well i think they did they were a good draw they sold out good places so um sad news if you're a big fan of panic at the disco um i don't think I'll, i mean It's just no new music. You still have the old music, so don't worry about that. All right, number nine.
0: Number nine, Pete Davidson and Chase Suey Wonders are – I think they've gone official at this point. They were hanging out in Hawaii all over each other. There's photos that have come out of them hanging out on the beach, coming out of the water, snuggling, kissing. Uh, So clearly uh, they are a couple. We were kind of going back and forth whether or not they were because they were just seen out together on numerous occasions. But – This makes it official. Why do we care so much about Pete Davidson's love life? I don't understand.
1: You know what? So it's funny. This is what happens. So if people don't know, media basically goes on – basically they work with – they have a screen. And they're able to look and see who people are clicking on. You know, And they're going to go after stories that people are clicking on. We're going to get into that even more later in our countdown. And for some reason, I've talked to people at different media outlets. People want to see – Who is he going to take next? Who is he going to take down next? Who is he going to date next? So I think there's some obsession like I want to see who these hot girls that Pete's going to get because he has an amazing resume of good-looking girls. This girl, I mean obviously this kiss that we saw was just like the confirmation we needed. But people are – it's not even us. It's just people click on it. That's why people are obsessed with it. They're in Hawaii right now and we're seeing kissing photos and they're being photographed pretty much every single day making out in the water.
0: All right, and they met on set, so there's that.
1: <laughs> good for Pete. I mean, honestly, this girl is – she's very pretty, though. She's very, like, natural-looking. Like, yeah. I kind of dig it. I think it's a good person for Pete because she's not – it's good because
0: it, – Because she's not crazy famous, and he's dated she's not so crazy famous, crazy famous it was getting people, to a gross and then for he's, Pete. like – he gets shit on.
1: Yeah. Do you think it was getting gross with him when he was dating two girls that were just hot and too famous? Like, it was getting weird. Yeah,
0: but everything about his life is kind of just a little bizarre, but that's why people like him.
1: Speaking of bizarre, let's get to number eight.
0: Oh, God. Here we go again. Chelsea Handler says she didn't know she was on that damn drug that I can't say the name of. Uh, And did you see in our Facebook group, like (laughs) how many people were laughing about us trying to pronounce this stupid weight loss drug? Yeah. Osmope- Try Osm- Osm- what whatever the hell it is, the new popular one, um, the diabetes medication being used to lose weight. I really should have actually read their comments on how to properly pronounce it. And I didn't. I just kind of laughed that they were making fun of us. And now I need it I, because I still don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but she basically said that she was unknowingly taking the drug um, and, and basically using it because um, her, her doctor gave it to her. She was on the Caller Daddy podcast. And she told Alex Cooper that uh, there's an anti-aging doc- doctor that just kind of hands it out to everyone. And she didn't even know she was on it. And, um, and, you know, this is like the new it drug. It's selling out like crazy. People can't get their hands on it. And I'm like, there's people that have type 2 diabetes that legit need it and can't get their hands on it right now.
1: Yeah, it's become very trendy, though, to also talk about it. Like, if you go to Daily Mail, there's always a story about the drug. The Today Show this morning was all about the drug. It's just become very newsworthy where people are making it into a bigger deal. And it's become trendy to discuss. But it also – I mean – not to take it away a lot of people in hollywood were taking this i've heard about this drug for months and it's become very very like hidden but uh, again a lot of people are talking about it but i guess some people kind of made it more public in the last two weeks it's been the hot drug everyone's been talking about some people are saying there's some stories what, out what there is the drug that called? Just... <laughs> tell me the name of the drug osmopic 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 uh, Osm- osmopic,
0: osmopic. We're going with that. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Why are you asking me? Go ask her off know. the Would ra- you try? Off it? the record group. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> Chelsea Handler of course is going to talk about it and said she did it because she's just cool and she's done everything and I smoke weed, I've done mushrooms, I took ayahuasca <laughs> twice. So, I mean, that's just what Chelsea Handler does. I'm not really a big Are you a Chelsea Handler fan? I, I
0: I'm I'm not not a fan. How about that?
1: I am not really i it's tough for me to like her and i i don't dislike her i'm just like eh, because she always talks about like you know how hard I it like, was growing I up like and when listen people are every,
0: open. you normally like when people are are open and honest and like but i share. wonder if she's just doing it Why for clickbait
1: I wonder if she's doing it for clickbait. I'll tell you one thing. If anybody's from the East Coast, especially New Jersey, she grew up in Livingston, New Jersey, which is one of the, like the wealthiest towns in New Jersey. I sometimes wish I grew up in Livingston. I mean it must have been so nice. Like, she, So if you grew up in Livingston, you grew up with you know, some wealth and um, I don't know. She just
0: – Doesn't do it for it, you. All
1: right. It just becomes too cool for her. I don't know. I'm just – I'm not into it and yeah. All right. Number uh, seven.
0: Uh, Lauren Sanchez, who is Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, talked. uh, she did her first interview um, since they've been in a relationship together. She did her first interview talking about how they're blending the families together and they're essentially like the Brady Bunch. Um, And not only that, she talked about how they met. No one really knew how Jeff and Lauren met because Lauren was – the host of like good day LA out here in LA. I used to know her back in the day. I would do hits with her when I was at TMZ. So I had talked to her quite a bit. Um, and then she was doing extra and then it was like, Oh my God, she's dating Jeff Bezos and became like a huge name overnight because of her connection with him. Um, i i did not know how they ever met so she anyway she she did this interview with uh wsj magazine and basically said you know on a typical saturday they're hanging out they're having dinner with the kids which is always fun because you never know what kind of conversations there's that's going to go around with that many kids she said we are the brady bunch i want to say she has three do, do you remember their their numbers i think she has three and he has four from previous relationships. And so they have this big blended family.
1: Uh, how was she when you used to know her? Was she cool? Awesome. Or was she
0: awesome? Yeah, she's super cool. So here's the thing. So she, she was also like the helicopter lady out here in LA. And apparently they met because he hired her to fly a helicopter. Him, him somewhere and they met because she was the one flying the helicopter isn't that dope and now she still is flying the helicopter for the family like she'll like pilot it and they'll go places i don't know that just seems like such a badass thing and i bet like how sexy is that you get in the helicopter and it's like this hot lady you know with her aviators they're just gonna fly you around i can see why he fell for that
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, she's, she seems very happy. I've seen her, I've seen them around. They seem both seem very happy. Mm -hmm. When you see her, she doesn't seem like, she doesn't hide, you know, which I appreciate. Like, she doesn't like cover her face. Like, she just owns it. And she's, she always seems like she's smiling. She doesn't, you know, like, dude, you like her. She's she's really
0: cool. She's cool.
1: Yeah. But she also talked about how she didn't make the view. You see that?
0: I did. But I'm not like, so she tried out for The View a long time ago. And this was, oh, God, ages ago. Um, and I guess that was kind of the moment that like kind of broke her heart because she wanted to be on The View so bad. And she hit it off with Barbara Walters, did not hit it off with Star Jones, who was on the show at the time. Um, and, and I could see that being a big career derailer. Like you think you're going to land because The View was massive at that time. And for her not to get that spot, I could see how she could probably kind of sink down into some depression thinking I'm not good enough if they don't want me on The View when she was more than qualified to be on that panel. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Cool person. I like her, though. I dig her. All right. Number six.
0: Uh, Pamela Anderson says Sylvester Stallone once asked her to be his number one girl. Uh, we well, do have to say, though, <laughs> Sylvester Sloan is denying this whole thing. So Pam Anderson has kind of been all over the place. She's got this new Netflix documentary called Pamela, A Love Story. She's got her book. It's a, I think it's Love, Pamela. And they're all kind of going out at the same time. But during this Netflix documentary, she said that Sylvester once propositioned her by offering her a house and a car and, and she said so wait if i'm gonna be and i guess the house was like a condo and the car was a porsche and he said to be his number one girl and apparently she said so if i'm the number one does that mean there's a number two Good girl <laughs> but apparently she was not into it and sylvester is seeing all this play out and he's like whoa, whoa, whoa. he is claiming it's not true and he, if you remember tim allen she had said that Tim Allen flashed her on the set of Home Improvement back in the day saying, like, I've seen your private parts. I've seen you naked. Now you can see me naked, and we're even, so let's move forward. And both Tim and Sylvester are denying that all- these encounters ever happened, But I believe her. I, I, I don't think she has anything to lose by airing this stuff
1: out. Yeah, I mean, Pam's saying a lot of stuff. I think Pam's got some – a lot of stories in her. I don't think you're going to hear all the stories in the book because she just has so many stories from, I mean, Aaron, she's probably made out. I'm not saying that's me labeling her, but I have to imagine
0: careful Adam. You walk that line. Do not slut shame. Pamela Anderson.
1: I would never slut. Trust me. I get it, but she just probably has so many stories because she's probably been around and exposed to so much, but you know, this is a simple, this is the same, uh, Game plan as every book when it comes out. Let's think of Prince Harry. Let's drop a whole bunch of bombshells, you know, and places so people buy the book. Um, I, again, I, I love Pam. She was probably the – Pam was the type of person I had posters of her in my room. Did you have gr- posters of girls in your room?
0: Oh, I had – no, Jenny were you not allowed that? Jenny, Jenny was my gal. I had her in a silver Jenny, bathing huh? suit on a, with a silver wallet. It was a pretty popular poster. She was my gal. Yeah,
1: she's – but Pam's dropping a lot of stories this past week from Sylvester Stallone to the Playboy Mansion. She was in Howard Stern talking about uh, how ba- how she showed up to the Playboy Mansion with, like, jeans and sneakers. And they had outfits for the for girls. Like, if you came over, like, yeah, that's really not what you wear here at the Playboy Mansion. We have outfits for you to wear, which I didn't know. They had just gr- outfits for girls when they came there. It was sort of like they would sort of like – feel like uh,
0: Pam could have showed up in anything and they would have been like, come on in, lady. Like –
1: Tim yeah, Anderson. She also talked about how hard the FX series was when it just was uh they just did the show on FX with on uh, with about her and Tommy Lee and how the tape came out how it was difficult for her because she had to relive that moment in her life. Um but this book is definitely interesting. I think in the next week we're going to hear more and more, more stuff that came from this book I mean, that we didn't like know about. I mean there
0: was like 15 articles about Pam and all these different angles that they were talking about. So lots of news going on with Pam right now.
1: All right. Number
0: five. Number five. Should I? I'm actually going to do a five and a half real fast just because I feel like we're doing a disservice by not mentioning the Oscar nominations because that was obviously huge this week and we are entertainment news. So I'm just going to go through. I'm going to list you off some of the snubs because that's what people love to hear. You you hear about all the people that were obviously nominated in the big categories Um, But one name that was left off of the Oscar nominations was Tom Cruise, who had arguably one of the biggest movies, not only of his career, but of all time. The movie was freaking awesome. Top Gun Maverick. I don't know why they snubbed Tom Cruise on this. That movie was phenomenal. He did a great job. Um, That one was a very shocking one for me. Taylor Swift got uh, a snub for her song Carolina, where... It seemed like that was going to be a shoe in. I don't know why they they did not give her the nomination. Viola Davis for Best Actress in Woman King. Um, that one, I it, I don't know how she didn't get a nomination. Like that was such a good role she played an amazing character there. Um, so wild she didn't get it. Um, Olivia Colman for Empire of the Light. That was a shocking one. None of the actresses from Till, um, the you know the Emmett Till story danielle dayweiler which uh, again just shocking i don't i don't know how they choose or decide that they are going to eliminate someone from the category considering these people are winning all the different awards normally when you watch the award season you see them win a sag and a golden globe and all these things and so you go okay they're obviously going to get a nominations and they didn't and there are a lot of people upset about that but best picture uh people that did get nominated top gun got nominated everything everywhere all at once got nominated avatar which i mean that movie's killing it still elvis brendan Fraser got nominated for best actor colin farrell austin butler anyway i'm not gonna go through every name but um there were some big ones in there i'm excited i hope brendan Fraser. i mean that guy's career can you imagine if he gets an oscar From Encino Man to getting an Oscar?
1: I loved Encino Man. Great movie. Here's the thing is I just I'm curious what he would say in his speech. I I'm Yeah. I'm curious. He's a unique guy when he Mm -hmm. speaks. I don't know if he's like I'm expecting something great, crazy from him or great from him. I've heard him say some speeches before. Yeah. They're not like I want I don't know. I'm just I, listen, I'm rooting for Brendan Fraser. It'd be great because I loved Encino Man. <laughs> I just hope he has a great speech. Yeah, I really do. I want a speech. I'll be I'll be so blown away because the speeches that I've heard him do, he's I don't know if he's the most he's the best speaker okay. per se, but I I do like I want to just be blown away by a really good speech because it is an interesting story. Yeah. With that said, I haven't seen any of these Oscar movies. None Me of them. neither. Do I, I, I like... still love the Oscars? <laughs>
0: i I don't know how like i was looking over the the like best supporting actor i literally don't know a single one of the guys uh you know best supporting actress i think that's awesome that angela bassett was uh, nominated for wakanda forever you just don't normally get action movies in in the oscars like people kind of snub marvel movies and they like look down on them but she played an amazing role jamie lee curtis all right let's move on um where are we on number five number five yeah Uh, Justin Bieber selling his music catalog. This is huge. He just locked down a deal for $200 million. He sold his catalog to Hypnosis, um, which is a music company. It's a music rights investment company. They announced it on Tuesday. Uh, This is basically the biggest deal for someone his age, um, at least the largest sale uh, for any artist in Bieber's generation. That's at least according to Billboard and Rolling Stone. Um, You know, other people like Bruce Springsteen, it's obviously sold for like $550 million, but for him to jump out, that is massive. And I think a lot of people don't understand why artists do this. They're like, why would you get rid of your catalogs? And I think it's like, listen, I'm not going to live forever and I may not ever see like the catalog could be worth 200 million over his lifetime, but he's never going to see all that money. So he's like, I might as well sell it now, continue to make music and just make more money. It's, it's like when people build up a business and then exit out of the business, you know, it doesn't take away Justin Bieber. He'll still have access to singing his songs and going on tours and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but other people are going to profit and he profits massively by getting that lump sum now, but you see it all the time. Bob Dylan, Neil Young, Stevie Nicks, Justin Timberlake sting. They've all sold, um, at least recently sold the rights to the royalties. So, um, it's, it's a huge, huge move for him.
1: Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Um, does that include future music or just as current?
0: Yeah, no, no, that'll just be, I, I believe it's current. and I could be completely wrong, but I'm, I think when you sell your catalog, you sell what's made as of now, and then you can kind of keep going and, and maybe he's got a different, again, I don't know the the ins and outs of his exact deal, but I believe that's how they do it. It's like you sell off what has been made. And then now you can make more music and then you could essentially sell that off as well down the road.
1: He's so rich. He's so fucking rich. He's so rich. It's wild how rich he is. All right, moving on to number four.
0: Uh, Number four, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Their fate at Good Morning America 3 still in jeopardy. Uh, A lot of the execs over there just think, like, fire them, get rid of them. But I don't think that they can do that without paying through the roof um, because I think you still have to, like, pay them out. And so I think there's a lot of struggling on figuring out what degree of punishment is appropriate for these two. I mean, they've essentially bombed GMA, you know, this huge scandal. Uh, I think it does embarrass the network. It's embarrassed the show. It's embarrassed them. And uh, I think they're just kind of sitting back waiting to hear like, are we fired or not? Can we go other places? What's going to happen? I don't know who else is going to hire them right now um, because of the, of this scandal, but it seems like they're very much in love despite all of the scrutiny and all of the craziness surrounding them.
1: So, like I said earlier in the podcast, News outlets look at a screen and see what stories are people clicking on. Like people click on Pete Davidson, people are obsessed with this story Mm -hmm. because they're very curious of like the inside baseball. And this is a perfect example of inside baseball because morning TV shows like these hosts, you know, they have this stigma of living this perfect life and, you know, their lives are pretty good. But this was some wild stuff and ABC was caught off guard and embarrassed by this relationship because they didn't know about this. Um, What we do know is that – You know, Amy, this is so what has come out that Amy was surprised because someone else came forward saying that they had a relationship prior with um, TJ Holmes. So she was caught off Mm -hmm. that her team almost feels like from what we're hearing, allegedly that her team feels like they're getting the short end of the stick because of TJ's actions like he screwed up in the past. And now Amy's kind of getting screwed because of this relationship but at this point she has to own the relationship um but right now they're just trying to figure out figure out the exit plan with them so she's meeting with their lawyers the lawyers are talking to abc like okay how are we gonna get paid out what's the pay structure let's just leave i'm sure there's gonna be a non-compete gonna, like hey we're gonna pay for the rest of contract after all this but, who's hiring them it's gonna be interesting yeah all right. Yeah, it's going to be pretty wild. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how this handles. All right, number three, Dex.
0: Number three, Giselle Bunchin and her trainer Joaquin uh, Valente uh, cut riding horses. There's a bunch of photos of them down in Costa Rica on Tuesday. Um, listen, they look like a couple. They are saying. Why do they
1: look st- like a couple? They seen, stri-
0: they're saying it's strictly platonic. I don't know if I'm buying it anymore. I mean, they look like a happy little couple riding horses together. They've spent a lot of time together. You know, he keeps saying, well, I just, I train the kids in, what is it, jujitsu or something like that. Um, But this looks like a romantic little horse ride they're having.
1: It is interesting. When you say it like that, I really don't know. We haven't seen any photos of them being affectionate with each other. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are saying that now. They haven't really kind of killed the rumor, you know, because there's ways you could really kill it, but they haven't done it. But like it's hard to defend like who brings their karate instructor on vacation with them because the kids their need
0: kids karate instructor. And then it's like, oh, let's go ride horses. Just you and me. No kids.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Unless
0: it's- unless these photos are deceiving and the kids are somewhere there. But I don't see. And a, a lot of the agencies don't like taking pictures of kids anyway. So there there is a chance. But I I didn't even see kids mentioned in any of the stories either.
1: Yeah. there's But they just haven't put out – unless they're just going to say, you know what? Screw it. We're just not going to even address it. Mm -hmm. But in some ways, like when there's – sometimes when there's stuff going on and it's kind of detrimental to the family and they can possibly not – and it's definitely not true. You sort of clear the air and say, look, it's not true. She's single but she's not dating anybody. Her focus is her children. And they haven't put out like a strong statement.
0: Yeah. Interesting. You know? We'll see how that unfolds. I also yeah, think but like, Tom
1: Brady looks like he's doing pretty well. There's some stories about him dating a young girl. Again, we haven't seen photos of them together. I don't know how this story started that Tom Brady has moved on with some girl. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting. Well, let's All talk right.
0: about someone that has moved on. How about that?
1: Yeah, this story is wild. Number two.
0: Number two, Gerard PK going Instagram official with his girlfriend, Clara Chia Marti, I think is how you say her name. Um, this is seven months after his split from Shakira, and they, they have been just going super petty with each other. You know, her putting that uh, that witch mannequin on her balcony and playing her, her her breakup song so that her mother-in-law, who's her next-door neighbor, could hear it. Him uh, kind of like making fun of her music by showing up to practice and some of the cars that she's she's claimed he is... Or, I don't know how to explain it but they have both been petty. <laughs> Throughout this whole thing, he then went on Instagram, posted him a, a picture with him and Clara and it went wild. The internet like basically broke because of this and I think it's just his way of saying, "See, I am moving on. I don't care what Shakira has to say. This is, I'm over it." What 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 was your thoughts?
1: Yeah, no, this guy is definitely not stepping down. He's owning it, which Somebody's gave him credit. He's like, yeah, you can say we want like, yeah, I've moved on and possibly now she has now she, she now she should do the same. You know, ooh, I'm with ooh,
0: that's a good one. So who would she date then? Who who would trump his relationship? Because that's what they always so, do. We, we know this happens in Hollywood all the time. One person, you know, there's a big divorce and then it's like, oh, who is the next person they're going to date so that they could, you know, look better to the public? Who, who does she date?
1: So you want her because she is beautiful. You want her to date someone great. You want her to mm-hmm. date someone. You want her to date someone who's equally good looking. Unfortunately, because it is a business, I could see her going to date Bad Bunny or something like that. You think?
0: I mean, Bad Bunny is huge. He is literally like he's probably huge, the but biggest he's not a good looking guy. Singer on the planet right now.
1: Yeah, but he's think- ugly. <laughs> He is so <laughs> come on. Bad bunny's ugly. Uh is Maluma married. Spanish. Is
0: Maluma married? Because that would be a good one.
1: I don't know. He's a he's um, a better looking guy. So I could see her going after those people because it's good for the career. Um and it's kind of like a good fuck you to him. You know, it's it's sort of like that moving on to someone good.
0: Or or you get with like the next upcoming soccer superstar. Like again, I don't I don't know if Mbappe is with someone, and I apologize if he is. But, like, getting with Mbappe, like, that would break the internet because you're now with the, like, younger, like, super good, talented soccer star. And Gerard is a really good soccer player. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that I feel like would just yeah. be, like, a little dagger to the back.
1: Just don't go with Pete Davidson. Just don't do it. <laughs> you know? That's the best thing to do. Seriously. All right, Dax, the number one story of the week.
0: Number one story of the week is Paris Hilton is a mom – What? Like, Where did this come from? I was totally caught off guard when I saw her announcement um, with a little baby hand saying that they were proud to announce the birth of their child. Um, It looks like she had uh, the baby via surrogate and this little baby boy. We do not know the name as of yet or at least as of the recording of uh, this episode. Um, but people were going nuts online, a lot of her friends wishing her congratulations, Chris Jenner said congratulations, Chrissy Teigen, Lindsay Lohan, uh, Kim Kardashian, Naomi Campbell, like everyone was coming out to wish Kim, uh, I'm sorry, Paris Hilton congratulations and very excited. I know that she had some IVF struggles for some time saying that, uh, you know, she even went to Kim Kardashian asking for some help and, um, saying who could I use? And it seems like maybe IVF just didn't work either. So they decided to go via surrogate, which good for them. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, Everyone no, I, think, I think deserves to I be think a Paris, parent if they want to be sounds one. sounds
1: weird to say, but I think Paris is going to be a great mom. I think so, too. I think, you know, I think she's proven think
0: she's, that she is more than just like the party girl. You know,
1: she definitely has. Paris is awesome. You know, again, I've, I've met Paris a bunch of times. She's such a nice person. She's so cool. Um, you know, I just think she's going to be like a good mom. Like It's kind of nice to see her. I'm not going to say she like it's, it's weird to say, oh, it's cool. Paris growing up. But it's like, no, I'm just happy for her. You know, yep. it's uh, it's something that obviously means a lot to her. She's happy. She's with Carter. They have a good thing going on. She, I'm happy for her.
0: And I just want to say congrats, Paris. But more importantly, congrats to us, Adam. Why is that? Because next week we have Tara motherfucking Reed coming on the podcast. Yeah, Pretty boy. Pretty Tara yeah, has officially said yes. We have her coming on, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope you all – Tune in uh, next Wednesday for our interview, our sit down with Tara Reid, which I cannot wait for. I can, I am so freaking excited.
1: Yes. Uh, I am so excited to talk to Tara Reid. As you guys know, we've been trying to get Tara for a long time. She was like our bucket list celebrity, like the person we yeah. always wanted to talk to. Just because I have so many questions, I'm just so interested in her. I'm her and Tori
0: Spelling. Um, her and Tori Spelling. But Tara is just this top of the list for us.
1: Yeah. By the way, I was with Tori Spelling the other day, and that's a, We'll talk about it another time. Look on the Facebook. You better, group, you Off the better Record. get
0: her on the podcast, bro. That's all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah. Check out
1: Off the Record. I posted my photo with me and Tori Spelling. Off the Record is our Facebook group where we kind of talk to you guys. You guys talk to each other. It's a really cool Hollywood community. Uh, we're also on Instagram at Holly Raw Pod. Uh, we're also on TikTok. We're on Twitter. We're on it all, guys. We're social media people. That's what we do. And, and please uh, leave a review. Some time. Find yes, me at Adam yeah, leave, leave that review. review. We, really... we
0: need it. Um, if you guys like these episodes, uh, people love the raw rundowns, please just go tell us about it. Go to iTunes. Go to the bottom. Leave that review so we can give you a little shout-out at the beginning of each show. And uh, it means a lot to us, so thank
1: you. Yes. And uh, with that said, have a good night, guys. Ahura
0: Media Production.